the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I have a truly better half, and his name is Doyle Jackson, Pastor Doyle, as many of you know. I love being a pastor's wife, and occasionally together, we work on the stage and we share sermons together. We try to encourage, teach, preach, whatever you want to call it. But I love being with my husband. We want to challenge marriages to grow, encourage one another in our marriages. So this is a lesson on marriage. I hope you'll enjoy it. And so we want to give you some uh, insight today on what it is to, to be together, to work together. The issue is really unity. Jen, if you want to come up. I'm going to start, though. Um, today, today, we want to talk about being stronger together. And, and I think probably the most important thing I can do is kind of give you a framework. Now, this is what I want you to do. As you're listening today, all right, we're going to give you more information than you can really process or put into play in one day. All right? So I want you to be listening for the things that you think are highlights for you where you're at. This, this doesn't matter if you're single or you're married, okay? There's going to be some truths here that are here for you. But then as we're going through at the end, I want you to think, this is the one thing I need to work on right now. Don't come at it as though I've got this whole list of things to do. That'll overwhelm you. But, but be making notes, jotting down in your worship folder, and then look for it. All right, the first thing is stronger together. I gave you this, this verse from Ecclesiastes 4. 9 through 12. It says, two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. Two are better than one. How many of you have ever played the game Capture the Flag? Capture the Flag. You remember that? So that's a great game. Now, if you ever remember playing Capture the Flag, if on your team you had some rebels that were all about them winning, but they didn't participate as a team, they always messed it up. They would cause you to lose because they didn't understand working as a team. And see, that's what's really important. But the other principle that I've learned from Pat Capture the Flag is this. If you and I have the same goal, if we have the one and same goal, we will end up at the same spot. And so Jennifer and I have just determined from before we got married, we've determined that our one goal is to know God. God is the flag. That we're both headed for. My goal in, in marriage, my goal in life has not been to get closer to Jennifer. My goal has been to get closer to God. And what I know about Jennifer is, her goal has been to get closer to God. And as a result, this is what happens. We end up at the same place. And so we learn over the years to work as a team 
to encourage one another in seeking the Lord. Look, look again at this Ecclesiastes. At the end it says, The one may be overpowered, two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not easily broken. What's, what's, what's the psalmist trying to say? He's saying, listen, every one of us is designed in life where we're going to have hard times, difficult times. Single people, listen to me. You need people in your life that are, that are your friends, that are strong, that are around you. Husbands and wives, you need to know that there are going to be hard days, bad days, difficult times. And your mate is that one person that comes with you. They're going to see you through in that difficulty. You're going to see them through in a difficulty. But if you do that with an understanding that God is first in your life, God is first in your relationships, that cord is not easily broken. And that's what's really important. Jesus loves your marriage so much that he really does see that you could be stronger with him in the middle, with him at the top. You're stronger together spiritually if you can work toward putting God first. Have you ever thought about your marriage in terms of a spiritual assignment that God has given you together? Did you realize that God has a calling for your marriage, a specific purpose, a specific job that he wants you to do for him spiritually, and he wants you to join together to do that. It says in Proverbs that we go out weeping, sharing seeds to sow, and we come back with joy, with a harvest. And that's what it is. When, what, what burden do you have as a couple? Has God ever caused you as a couple to weep for something that God would weep after? or to want you to sow seeds for him? What's he put on your heart together that's a burden? I know for us, we always loved youth. We always loved young people. And one time we took a group of young people to New Mexico from this church. And we thought when we get to New Mexico, we're in Red Rock, Arizona, we want to help them climb a mountain. We thought spiritually, if they could climb a mountain and see God from the the top of this mountain and work hard together, that that would be a really cool memory that they would always have of that mission trip. And Doyle took the front of the pack, and I had the tail end of the group, and together we got those kids up that mountain. And it was, it was, it was a great memory. We prayed up there, we sang up there, and they never forgot what God did for them on that trip. Have you ever thought, what if we did a mission trip this year instead of a vacation? Have you ever thought in, in your marriage, what if we just did something with God? What if we just hung out together with God? Or what if we did something for God? What is your, your spiritual calling together? I know my mom and dad, they both work full-time jobs. My mom's at a university. My dad's at a healthcare center. And they get up early every morning. I, I'm still marvel at how they do this, but they get up really early and they pray for us and they pray for our church. They pray for Doyle's Brothers Church. And then on Sunday afternoon, they go to the prison together. My grandfather spent a lot of time in prison and it's a burden that they have that they would go to the prison and they share Jesus at the prison on Sunday afternoon. And they say when my dad speaks to that group, he's this gentle teddy bear guy that 
men just get saved. They just receive the Lord. And that's something that they're working together. That's their spiritual calling and purpose. Maybe God has something really special for you, and it'll make you stronger together. There's an example of this in the Bible. A couple, and their names are Aquila and Priscilla. Aquila's the guy and Priscilla. And it says that Aquila and Priscilla worked together, and they hosted Bible teachers in their home. And that was the role that they took. Paul goes so far as to say in the book of Romans that they risk their very lives for the apostles. That's what Aquila and Priscilla did. They hid and they, they had Bible teachers in their home. You know, it, God says he will give you the strength. You think, I don't know how I could do that. I don't have the strength for that. Well, in 1 Peter 4.11, it says God will give you the strength to serve him. He is the oil of joy. In Hebrews 1.9, it says that God anointed Jesus to be the oil of joy. So when you serve Jesus, it brings joy. That is the most exciting thing. It's that anointing to serve Jesus together. So one of the things that we do is we'll ask God to give us a scripture about whatever it is that we are wanting to accomplish together or for him. And then we will write a little prayer. So we thought we would do this with you just so you could see um, what we're talking about. This is a scripture in Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. and uh, Ephesians yes. 4, this is what it says. As a prisoner for the Lord then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you've received. Every one of us has a calling. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. So what Jennifer and I would do, we'll take a scripture like that because we know we, need to, we want to fulfill God's calling in our marriage and our life, okay? And so we'll take that and we'll convert it into a prayer. And this is what it looks like. They're going to put it on the screen and we're going to pray we it. hold hands. And this is what we do. We will pray it out loud together. We'll say... Father in, in heaven, heaven, we, we declare, declare that we are yours, bought with the blood of Jesus. May your Holy Spirit help us to live worthy of your calling and purposes. We choose to be completely humble and gentle, being patient, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. For Jesus' sake, amen. Amen. Let me tell you something. If you are praying that, Every day as a husband and a wife. Number one, you're asking God's purposes for your life because it's according to the word of God. But number two, it really puts a pinch on you fighting with one another, doesn't it? Because you've just prayed that we will be humble and gentle, patient and bearing with one another in love. It works. <laughs> All right. We only fight in our underwear. <laughs> kind of hard to fight in your underwear okay no not true talk to me please please we have to think about how are we going to communicate with each other right uh you want to talk to one another but the the first step in learning how to communicate with one another is to figure out when not to talk when should we not talk and if you can figure out that it'll help you a lot we we made a rule i don't know if you all make rules in your marriage but we had a little rule and that was we will not fight late at night there's not enough hours left in the day to get it all done and so you know you you start out you have these big long fights 2 a.m you're exhausted and then you got to get up and go to work the next day so we said oh no 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 we, this is not good so 
when is not a good time to talk? Don't talk late at night and get into some big disruption. It's, it, you're tired. You know, the day is almost over. And so you have to find a way to plan a time to talk. Plan a time to talk about the big things. We went through a season, and I think it was probably for three years, where we made a plan to talk about the big things. I had lots and lots of big things, hopes and dreams, disappointments, failures, things I wanted to talk about. And this was really important to me. And so Doyle and I made a plan. And we decided that on Friday morning, which that was our day off, was Friday morning, we would go downtown for breakfast. And I liked the idea of going downtown because I felt like we were getting away. To me, it was out of my regular routine, and I felt like it was a special thing. So we went downtown. It was quite a commitment that we made of time, energy, and money. And we went downtown. We would have breakfast together, and we said, we have the umbrella of mercy. And that means that while we were out at breakfast, we can talk about whatever we want to talk about, and we're not in a rush. And so we talked about all sorts of things. And the good news is when you're in a restaurant, you're not so mean to each other because people are watching you. <laughs> so you have to keep your tone a little bit low. <laughs> and so we could talk about all these things, but we had to still be nice to each other, which think about that. You know, there's times when you have to fight, but why are you so mean to each other? If, when you start throwing things, criticizing one another, being cussing, being mean to one another, it takes a long time to recover from that. Why can't you work through your disagreements, work through things in a nice way? Love is not rude. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.